0: Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel.
1: How was your weekend?
0: Uh... Well, more importantly, have you ever seen the movie Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser?
1: Surprise question.
0: No, I don't know what that is. So I watched it last night, and it's a ridiculous movie, like Rotten Tomatoes 50%. Oh, there's some redeeming qualities, but mostly it's mediocre. Does it have anything to do with the genes? Like, where
1: you bedazzle genes? <laughs> no, it has
0: to do with the devil. He makes a deal with the devil, who's Elizabeth Hurley, and you get wishes, basically, and what happens inevitably is he makes some very naive wish, like, I want to be rich and powerful and be married to this woman I have this crush on. And then so the first thing that happens, he he wishes for that. And he he essentially becomes like a Colombian drug lord and he's married to her, but she's cheating on him with one of the guys in his squad. And so he's like rich and powerful, but it's not at all what he wanted. The whole movie's really over the top and kind of silly. But it's been on my mind because I think we've talked a fair bit about how it's fun building arrows, and like every time we imagine some f- moment in time or something that we want out of something we're working on, when it's distant, not when it's like a month away from now, that's not really a big deal. But like we want to hit this, and then everything will be magically easier, and that's like what he has in mind. It's, it's interesting having that reminder of, well, it's really not likely going to go exactly as you want, and if you had that, it would have been painful or difficult or bad for some number of reasons
1: so we'll hit product market fit when we onboard drug lords yeah i think that's
0: that's what i meant by that exactly (laughs) no it was just because last week you were talking about how you felt that we've already hit some things that you had in mind and it's it's interesting to even imagine what we have expectations of because just it's always going to happen slightly differently and sometimes drastically Mm -hmm. differently so where we'll end up with arrows five or ten years from now will be a lot different. And I know you're particularly good at this and I've tried to be better at this of like not really having any expectations of where that is, just doing the work and feeling proud and feeling good about it as we do it. And then seeing where that trajectory takes us as we go there. So Bedazzled reminded me that lesson last night.
1: Wow. He's he's going to the church of Bedazzled. Yeah. yeah. He's learning. He's getting his sermon.
0: Really, just Allison dared me to bring it up on the podcast. So oh, I actually had a good lesson for it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Either way, what'd you do this week?
1: been talking a lot about the API, right?
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And then it's one of those things where you get to the point where you write the email to send it to someone. And then it's like... Because you're going to go find... You had the one call with the
0: person that you were like, oh, I should go email other people too.
1: Right. Yeah. And then you're about to send it to them. And then you realize, wait, there's actually a lot more work before this is actually an email that I can send. And so a big piece of that was that if you're going to send someone an email about an API or something, you kind of need to give them more than that. <laughs> you need to give them something so that it's actually usable. Hey, there's an API. Um, They're like, okay, well, what is it? How do I use it? Right. And then Etc. it's like, oh, so then I need to document it. And then it's like, oh, how do I document it? And then it's like, oh, there's a bunch of different ways we could do this. And then you're exploring those different ways and then... You kind of just pick one. (laughs) So all that to say, I learned a lot about the open, open API specification last week. Which is basically just a way for documenting the API, right? Right. It's a standard where it's basically just a structured document where then there's, if you structure it in this way, then there's a bunch of tools that can render it nicely. And it's nice in a bunch of ways, basically to, it forces you to structure your API nicely, essentially. Yeah. And... So did that and then was ready to send it at the end of last week again. And then we kind of had this moment of, oh, right. But when we send it, then people will rely on it. And that means that if there's anything where we want to change the name of anything, that's going to be a real nightmare Mm -hmm. if we try to do that once people are already using the API with certain names for certain objects. One thing that just came to mind, as you said that, we
0: had a big assumption that people would go build something or use Zapier right away. Like we we could have still probably had a few days or a week to make changes without it actually breaking anything, but either way that's not the point. Yeah. No, it's yeah, not really right, a big. But story. it's
1: right, it's, but at the same time it's like why send it to someone if it's not okay for them to do it because like I mm-hmm. what I really don't want to do is ask a lot of people and be like, "Hey, something this thing. Oh yeah, 2 days later, oh yeah, uh, this changed. Sorry." Mm-hmm. Anyways, so we decided to rename a few things. In terms of how we refer to them internally, because the API is basically just exposing resources in arrows. And so one of those resources, for example, is the customer that you're onboarding. And we built arrows kind of quickly in the beginning and just had random names for stuff. And it was kind of unconsidered because we had no idea what people would actually be doing and what even was arrows. So the model that was basically representing a customer was originally called customer account. Then several weeks ago, I renamed it to account just cause that seemed decent. <laughs> and then we had a discussion last week where it was like, well, actually I think customer might be a better name.
0: If we were going to simplify it into one, like easy to understand mm-hmm. word, both in the UI and more importantly in the API and thus Zapier. And the reason for that being like. We wanted to standardize around words, but also make sure we, we codified them in a form that was not likely to change in any near term, was that once we do change those, people will be building off of those terms. Whereas if we change them in the UI, you could change them 100 times. It's not really that big of a deal. Right. I mean, it would confuse people. We don't want to do that. But like when it's somebody's writing a an API you know, call against that from their code, we can't really change it without it breaking their code.
1: Yeah, so... I think the seriousness of that, I think, isn't something that I fully considered, or I kind of underestimated that, I think so. Mm-hmm. But I think now we've kind of come to a point where we've changed the names of a few things. We came up with some terms for relationships that in the program that we didn't have before. And I think in general, we're in an okay place now where it's not something we're just throwing up what we've got and yeah. hoping that it's okay.
0: Well, so what do we do? We went customer account to customer We went action plan to just plan. We agreed that the point person, the customer is fine.
1: And then there's also the relationship of sort of the internal user who is driving an onboarding or owns an onboarding. And previously that was kind of an owns relationship. So it was like customer owner or account owner, and that changed to coordinator. So that is a bit of a better word for that, like role in a plan.
0: Yeah. And that's like the key thing. It's a role. It's a, it's a team member on your, in your organization. That's a user of arrows that is assigned as the coordinator, the driver of the plan. And so each plan Mm -hmm. has one. And it's important, but we also needed it
1: to be clear to everybody involved
0: and, then, and also not uh, change.
1: And then also we had a, a notion of managers, which mm. is now just members. Yeah. Team members, essentially. But yeah. Team members. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, with all of those, we can pull, you know, directly pull a thread of where they came from. Managers came from customer success managers. Customer account came from, well, they're customers, but people sometimes call them accounts and they kind of use them both together occasionally in their account managers and action plans are what they're called but by simplifying and clarifying around a, a more broad term it, it also allows us to be we've seen that they're using right, a lot because more because action
1: plan was like oh yeah we're the action plan thing then it's like alright some people call them implementation plans and some people success call plans, them actual yeah. action plans and success plans and so picking something higher level lets it be more broad and
0: even some of our customers actual customers call them boards which is always funny Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Well, either way, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, now it's there's still a little bit of work to be done making sure that the API itself is actually returning those values properly. Mm. Because right now I've just been updating the docs themselves as kind of a see if this makes sense if I write about it sort of thing. And, yeah, The code still needs to change a tiny bit. Before we so talk probably be tomorrow.
0: too much about the API stuff, the last little note we should add is you had the call with that one customer who was really excited to automate Pieces of Salesforce and Arrows. I'm updating a record in Salesforce to do a thing in Arrows. And that seemed to go really well, but you ultimately didn't get to finish it with them, right?
1: Yeah, they didn't have access to their company Zapier account. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't actually set it up on the call, but they were definitely extremely excited. And it sounds like they're going to do it in beginning of March. So probably like a week from now, a week and a half from now or so. So that'd be awesome. You know, a bit, it's, 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 it's hard to be patient when you have something that you think will be awesome for people Yeah. and you want to test it and see people actually using it, but that's just how it goes. And I think I'm going to email, I think it's six people, Mm. uh, six customers tomorrow about it. And hopefully we'll yeah see someone pick it up there.
0: Yeah, and we'll get the one or two, and I mean, we'll have time. We just need to notify people, and then they will be aware that it... I emailed an old customer that canceled who really wanted automations today to let them know that they're there, and I think they'll just come in the next few weeks. But this leads to the launch work, and so we kind of talk. You spend a lot of this time on the API, but the API is at a, a point where really we just have to wait till people start using it. Like It's pretty built out. You know, Doing more work on it actually feels like diminishing returns at this exact moment. So after you onboard those people, you're going to help switch over and help me finish the launch work. Specifically, there's now that the website's done. The website's done, right? Yeah, the website's all done. I don't know.
1: Was it done last week? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was done last week. I mean, I made some little copy tweaks or whatever based on some feedback, but like it was done. I don't remember when we planted the flag in the ground. Yeah, no, (laughs) no, it was definitely done. More importantly, my big goals and things I have to finish this week are like a demo video for the marketing site. Like here's the product and explains it but in a much more of a marketing capacity. And then there's a like best practices, welcome to arrows video that you will see once you've created an account and you're in your dashboard and, and help, you know, that might be a 10 minutes or something, a little bit longer five minutes, but less tightly edited, less telling you why you should sign up and more about like what you should do now that you have signed up. So I need to finish both of those. And then the last bit from like a content standpoint is is just finishing up the. Here's what we're gonna to post to Product Hunt. Here's the the blurb for LinkedIn. Here's the tweet. That sort of stuff. Which I've got some parameters like outlined for that, but we just need. To, I just need to deliver it. But I'm trying to really prioritize the videos since those are the the big things that are harder to jam out like at 10 p.m. or something. Like I kind of need decent mm-hmm. lighting and and want to plan them out and do them a couple times and stuff like that.
1: It's gonna be in. A- in a stage over there in Los Angeles, California, shooting, shooting the films.
0: That's part of why I got the haircut. Need to be on, on camera. Oh, no, not, <laughs>
1: right, okay. not not entirely, but it, it
0: helped. So the, the, the part that's interesting though, updating the onboarding process. So right now you sign up for arrows, you fill out your account information. And then on the second page, you choose a plan and you're stuck there. Like you, you either choose a plan or you're done. You bounce off and you leave and for the last few weeks, I've been manually giving people a seven-day trial and then emailing them, the people who bounce off, we get a notification and then I go, okay, they didn't choose a plan. Well, I'll email them with a trial and try to get them on a demo call, see if that nudges them forward. And I even change the phrasing instead of, hey, do you want to do a demo call? It's, hey, do you want to do a call where I walk you through best practices we've seen in all of our research and people using it? And it's much more of like a, a gift instead of a, a roadblock. And That's been nice. Some people have taken me up on that and they, they seem to appreciate it. And then a lot of the times they've already like played with the product. So I actually probably need to switch what I do in that call or even ask if they have played with it because they, they might have a general understanding of what it is, but they have more specific questions or they do want to know how they could use it. But it has worked a few times and it does seem like where it hasn't worked, where somebody hasn't converted, we have gotten a couple emails or some good feedback from people who want to use it, but it's just not right yet. Or they're waiting for a couple of features or something, but they are. It's much more in their awareness, like that they are excited to use it versus before. Long-term where,
1: memory rather than short-term memory. Yeah.
0: Oh, I saw that marketing page. Well, it's like, no, I tried that product and I got a welcome email from the founder when I signed up, and they're a little bit deeper in. So I feel pretty strongly that we should. I, don't, I haven't gotten your full over the weekend update now, like, but I feel pretty strongly that we should give people a a full free trial, like seven to 14 days, sign up, don't roadblock them with choosing a plan, let them get into the app and play around. We can think about the limitations, but like, let them get in there. And then that's like step one. And then the other thing that we've talked about a little bit is, well, we have a $39 plan, a $99 plan, and a $199 plan. There's a couple of people that are in the $39 plan that would happily pay 99 They've told us as much or they were paying more before. And especially if we launched the API and Zapier and stuff there. And then there's some people on the 39 plan that are, it's like the entry level. Okay, we'll we'll throw some money at this and try it out. But they haven't really necessarily dug in enough to like see the value. So,
1: so essentially replacing a $39 plan with a free trial. That's
0: like a question. That's, that's the riskier, but the more interesting. Are we allowing people to use this on a, a lower tier than, yeah, so... I don't know. We, we need to figure that out this week and I guess we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll decide, but we'll swing back next week, swing back next week. And we'll, you'll hopefully we'll have all, we'll be hopefully launching like next week. So we need to figure out a day, but maybe Monday,
1: Tuesday next week. I, uh, I don't think that's happening, but okay.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. I don't think we're going to get a free trial figured out by then and have everything ready by Monday. Oh, you gotta, you gotta shoot higher, man. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for this week. Later. Next week. Bye. Bye.